Here I am here to what? join the podcast. Oh my God, Amy, I think I just remembered what you wanted to talk about when you entered (laughs) it's the fact that we're not in the same physical location that was it wasn't it oh (laughs) yeah i am your spirit i felt it when you joined you really are yeah okay guys so (laughs) first of all it struck me last week that i was really curious how many of our listeners might have thought that me and michelle maybe doing this recording in the same location and i wanted to clarify that we are not in the same location we are just this retarded no matter how much distance is between us michelle where are you i am located in the island of hawaii I don't know why I made that a weird song, but I just felt like it. (laughs) And I am located in the wild, wild west. (laughs) Where at, Amy? Texas, El Paso. Technically, but technically right now for this recording, I'm in Tucson because had some event. Okay, I'm sorry. That's the last one. Had a very eventful week this week. Um, had knee surgery on Tuesday, and my daughter also had her baby while I was in surgery. On what day? What day was your grandson born, Amy? He was born on 22222. That's right. What an amazing. I mean, you're going to need a couple more numbers than just those three. I believe you might need two more plus the mega multiplier, the mega plier. I mean, you could or, just play two straight or, across, sh- across. Or the Powerball number, depending on which one you're playing. Okay. You could just do two and then just repeat that over and over again. Two, 22, 22, two, 22. <laughs> 22. Two, 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 two. <laughs> They're like, if I was a cashier, I would be like, what the fuck? Okay. What is really going on? Great, great news. We also changed the name of our podcast um, because we... We we had some mixed... We had some mixed reviews. (laughs) We did. Some really loved it, but we want our podcast to be... um, We want it to be people-friendly of all ages. Yeah, yeah, I like that, Amy. Yeah, so now we've decided to go with the most okayest broads because still kind, kind of risque, but it also <laughs> says, you know what, I'm kind of okay too. That's true. That's true. I mean, if we're not anything, we're the most okayest. We are the most okayest at everything we do. We may not. We may not. Excellent. We may not even be standard, but we're we the may, most okay. We're definitely not great at anything. That's for fucking sure. We're, but, we're, but but we make up for it by being the most okayest at everything we do. Hell yeah. Facts. All right. We're a couple out here. All right. You get one. I get one. That's it, Amy. That's fucking it. All right. Okay. Um, 
another thing we would like to do is to shout out we actually have like a little following and it's kind of exciting it's not like it's like tons of people but every little bit counts and we have every people listening to I us do, we're on yeah. my mind <laughs> what what <laughs> I was gonna sing that soul for real song. Every little thing I do, you're on my mind. But I said mm. we're on my mind for oh, we as in oh. us. Okay, okay, All I'm right. there. Anyway, okay, anyway, and okay. we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back on topic. So the overseas listeners we got. I don't know who the fuck listening to us from the Czech Republic. Seriously, <laughs> Guam, but. Appreciate but we got, love. but we also have <laughs> listeners in Germany, Korea, yeah. and what was the other one? France. France. So I really shout think out it's to all the like, listeners. Too. Yeah, I feel like it's like one or two people that I know, or maybe you know, that are stationed there and they're like traveling. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody stationed in Europe. You know what? If Word. if my little following from facebook reaches those that continent then mm -hmm. thanks for listening guys like thank you we, we actually just randomly decided to start this cast what three weeks ago now and you know we're we're really grateful to everybody that's showing us some love showing us some support but we're really trying to figure out of our following that we can track how many real listeners is it versus how many times we actually <laughs> podcast ourselves? <laughs> what are the numbers? Are the numbers just us replaying our podcasts? <laughs> I need, we need to bring somebody in to further examine these analytics. Facts, facts. Yeah, I don't know who would do that, but I mean, our team is small. It's me and you. And Amy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the two of us, you know, and yes, we do we the two of two us. Of Maybe us. we should turn this into a singing episode. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, well, we are going to be talking about your formidable years. So yeah, which Amy called my what did you call it earlier? <laughs> my promiscuous I like, years. I was like, I don't know why, but I was about to say your promiscuous years. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know your secrets too. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, let's um, let's get let's get started. That. Yeah, All let's right. get started. All right. All right, guys. So uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna be digging deep into horrible years and. We're going to hear some things that are going to have us on the edges of our seats. Mm. And then we're going to hear some things we're going to be like, eh, you know what? That was the most okayest thing she could have done. That's right. I mean, I don't know if I can top you, Amy. You were. I don't know many people that can top my formidable years. I was. Wow. I was one dumpster fire after <laughs> another. I was the embers just didn't stop burning until about 2006. I feel like our, our dumpster fire embers just continue to burn. And that's what makes us such exciting people is we this just is always true. have a background of 
dumpster fire is just kind of happening in our it's lives. One, it's <laughs> it's one barrage of like like life death. Yes, yes. I like that life <laughs> diarrhea. So romantic. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell I swear to God, I was going to talk about my diarrhea story. And I meant to tell you, (laughs) I just, I want to, I want to, I want to go into this kind of in like somewhat of an order, but at the same time, I mean, it was just so much madness. Where do I begin? I guess I'll start with Fort Campbell was really just, it was crazy there. I spent like two and a half years at Fort Sill. And I think the most eventful thing was the birth of my son. That was huge for me. And then I went to reclass. So I was in school for like six months to become a 94, which for our... <laughs> I don't know if we explain that a lot, but I fixed electronics in the army um, and I worked Best yeah. Buy for the military. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I had tiny tools. She and... <laughs> was she was part of the geek squad. I was. We pull up, we fix your shit. Rain, <laughs> wind, sandstorm, whatever. And yeah, I got to Campbell. Um, and it was pretty chill Wait, for the most part. What rank part. were you when you got to Campbell? I was a specialist, like, for two months. And then because of the MOS that I had just entered into that I had done for a total of 20 days, I promoted to the rank of sergeant immediately. Dang. So you weren't even a sergeant that long. I wasn't. I really wasn't. be specialist promotable. That's what I like to call those, those little fellas. That's a sassy name. I like that. So, so yeah. Um, <laughs> got promoted. Went on to, you know, PLDC, which is the Army's mm. school mm. for sergeants. Way and, back in the day. Yeah. And then my platoon sergeant at the time, who you know, I had known for a total of like 32 days and 30 of those days was at PLDC, which I never saw him. I, so back in the day, PLDC was, it was like basic training all over again. You lived at the school. Mm. You had to have like, tell us about the barracks of the PLDC at Fort Campbell world. (laughs) Class, you know, World War II barracks, open bay, which means you Mm. are smelling everyone's farts and feet Mm. and there is no privacy. Zero. It was a bay of like, it's like a maybe a hundred, close to a hundred females on that building. I I remember that bay very vividly. I too attended that PLDC and I literally wanted to eat glass the whole 30 days I was there (laughs) I'm pretty sure my SGL who was my instructor that's what we call the instructors um they're called senior group leaders I am 
99.999% positive that he came to work drunk every fucking day. One day he didn't have his top, his uniform top on. And it was someone else's name. (laughs) And we were looking at him like, what the fuck is going on? And he always scored me hella low. But anyways, neither here nor there. So there I was, PLDC, all right? Sergeant Buff, I'm all motivated and excited. And I didn't get any visitors while I was at PLDC. So back then... You were allowed to receive some visitors and a lot of times, you know, these people would bring you like snacks and, you know, shower stuff and like, you know, just make you feel love. Someone's coming to see me. Woo! Yeah. yeah. No one came to see me at all. Oof. <laughs> My platoon sergeant, who I will not name, but I mean, awesome guy. But give us Give us a fake name. Can we call him? Can we call him Sergeant Chip? Sure, we'll call him Sergeant <laughs> Chip. And he was the kind of sergeant who would talk to you while a cigarette would burn in his mouth. He was that hardcore. Yes! Okay, That's like the kind of sergeant <laughs> I wanted to be. <laughs> so he shows up, and they make you stand in this box. Right? It's like this box that where if you enter the box you may talk to other people from your unit so I don't know it's like a box of freedom little like (laughs) four by four square and you have to stand at you know parade rest which is you know the how do you describe parade rest to people who aren't in the military it's like not the most okayest position yeah (laughs) it's yeah your arms are behind your back you're it's a pretty rigid form of standing so he's standing there and he's like i think this was three days before graduation or maybe two days before i was going to graduate so it was like the wednesday and i was going to graduate that friday and he's like buff do you want to go to air assault school? (laughs) (laughs) He might've greeted me momentarily like, Hey, how you doing? How's everything? You know, but there wasn't a whole lot of conversation. It was just like, buff, do you want to go to air assault school? And I was just like, yes, Sergeant. Yeah, of course. You know, I had never done a 12 mile road March or done the obstacle course, which are all Mm. required to go to air assault school. So I was like, you know, thinking there was, you know, going to be some time to prepare. So he hands me this piece of paper and he's, and he has me sign it. He's like, all right, sign this. So I'm like, you know, I'm dumb. I'm just like, all right, surgeon. I don't even read it. <laughs> and then he's, <laughs> and he's like, you're going on Monday morning. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, but Sergeant, I haven't even done an obstacle course. He was like, me and Sergeant, it was another NCO. He was like, we'll meet you at the obstacle course in such and such field on Saturday morning. Get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> so, oh, you are the most okayest at what you're about to do. Oh, yeah. So there I was graduated PLDC Friday 
standing in front of the Sabalowski Air Assault School on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Ready for that? Oh, course. Day zero. Yeah. And literally, I don't know how I became a target, but somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, they were <clears throat> they were black shirts, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, they also had black hats, but you know. There were black shirts there. But the black hats was airborne school. You right. It was a bone school. I was just drawing the similarity between the hats they also had. Facts. Okay. So air assault <laughs> school at Fort Campbell is black shirts. And mm-hmm. there was this one corporal who I literally hated seeing his face because he's a corporal and I'm a sergeant so technically he I outrank him and he knew that he loved fucking with people that outranked him in that school and he would just get all up in my face so that's day one he's just like in my grill and anyways I get through the O course barely okay i'm not even gonna talk about that fiasco because it was you talk about a dumpster fire like holy shit i had i had a viewing party at the six vault okay because i am wait what is the six vault let's explain to our viewers what the six vault God, it's a fucking nightmare for a midget like me. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> it's it's six vaults. Like, I don't know how to fucking explain it. You're supposed so it's, to so it's six yeah, beams you that you're supposed to so it's six beams that you're supposed to go over without your body touching the beam. Only your hands. <clears throat> Only your hands can touch the beam. So most people like tall people or yeah. Or males, they can just, you know, vault over it, swing their legs back pretty easily. Yeah. Um, There's not much effort put forth. Um, Pretty easy for me as well because I'm so tall. Yeah. Fuck you. You know how (laughs) tall those things are? They're at least three and a half fucking feet. Okay. You know how I know this? Because I stood next to it and it was at my waist. All right. (laughs) And I had already failed one obstacle. So I was like, you know, in air assault school, the obstacle course is day zero and you have to complete. Got to weave them out early. Yeah. So there's, you can only fail one minor. So they have major obstacle courses, which you cannot fail at all. And then they have minor obstacle courses, which they'll give you one, one no-go. And I think I had already. And what do they give you before you start the takeaway from you as you go through if you fail? They give you dog tags. So Mm -hmm. you get two. You get two little dog tags and you better have one at the end of that obstacle course. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're packing your shit and you're going home. So there I was. Again, at the sixth fault, I had already failed the impossible belly over, which is another ridiculous mm. obstacle for short people like That's me. 
that's i i just also got got that one too i definitely and it's weird because i'm so tall but that's what made it more difficult for me like i'm tall and awkward and lanky and i'm just like i just don't understand how i'm supposed <laughs> to get over this <laughs> how tall are you you're what five seven five eight five eight you I'm five tall eight. bitch anyway okay <laughs> tall person you are okay I'm at the six vault. I already gave up a dog tag at the belly over. I don't even think I even thought of attempting the belly over. I just like jumped twice and was like, here, just take this shit. <laughs> just take the tag. I need my energy for other things. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and so I get to the six vault and I try to do the technique that everybody else is doing. And I got fucking dudes zooming past me, okay? They're, like, eating my breakfast, just fucking swinging their legs over and making that <laughs> shit look so easy. <laughs> and so I tried that attempt, and, of course, I fail miserably. And the black shirt, he's staring at me. And I'm like, so... As long as nothing <laughs> touches but my hands. And he's like, yep. And I was like, so I could technically flip over the vault. <laughs> and he's, he looks at me with this confused like expression. And he's like, I would really like to see you do that shit. <laughs> so... I put my hand on the beam and I like basically like lift myself kind of up with my hand, you know, push my body up. And yeah. then I put my head forward and Lip I over. pretty much do like a tuck and roll and land on my back. Boom. <laughs> and I'm like, time. That hurts. So like, I have to like, basically pep talk myself into each vault and so it's taking me like <laughs> at least a good minute to like regroup from slamming my back every time so by the time I'm on like vault four or five I literally have every single cadre member standing there <laughs> watching me do this I'm pretty sure the black hat or the black shirt that was there initially called it in on their little fucking stupid radio and was like, you guys got to come see this shit right <laughs> by the mouth. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. And I continue to slam my back six fucking times and somehow made it to the end of that fucking obstacle course. So when I graduated air assault school, the first sergeant, you know, I was the most okayest air assault person. I didn't do anything spectacular. I barely passed Fact. every single event. I barely made it to the 12 mile. Like, I think I came in the 12 mile road march. You got to do it in three hours. I'm pretty confident I did it in like two hours in like 57 minutes <laughs> I was gonna say it's 59 59 <laughs> it was pretty close all right <laughs> so nice. when nice. I graduated the air assault first sergeant he came up to me and he gave me a coin he was nice. like he was like look 
I held this coin for you until you graduated, you know, but I saw like a lot of heart and I was just like, oh man, thanks. I appreciate that. I still have that coin. Thanks, man. That's awesome. You are the most okayest aerosol trooper I was. And so Campbell kind of really gave me a lot of motivation. I felt like my army career just blossomed there, but it also sucked the life out of me towards the end. Because of the the op temple, the constant rotations and and yeah. I deployed twice out of Campbell. Um, my first deployment to Iraq was 2005 to 2006, and then I came back September 2006, and I think I yeah I got pregnant with Raylana, and they were headed out again the next year 2000 yeah they left October they left September 2007 because now we were doing a 15-month rotation Mm -hmm. and I had Raylana October 2007 and then four months later I was in Iraq again so that was I think that second deployment just really man that deployment I got into a fight over leaving crab legs in, in the chair. area. <laughs> okay, can we visit that incident? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> there I was. <laughs> okay, if you've been deployed, you know Surf and Turf Night is the truth, right? Like, you are Hell yeah. excited. And that might be the shittiest piece of steak and the driest fucking lobster tail you'll ever eat in your entire life. But because you're in Iraq, it's something to look forward to. And I had gotten my little to-go plate, and I was pretty pumped about it. And we lived in Chews, so we were pretty fortunate to have... um, What is a Chew? A Chew is pretty much a container that they have created into a living quarters. It's the most okayest living arrangements you can hope for downrange. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> now, my unit, though, wanted to cram as many people into a small amount of space as possible. And so I lived, they really should have only been two man shoes with like, there was like a separate common area where you had we had wet shoes it was really nice we had a toilet and everything that second deployment yeah we was living at kush life and so if you were staff sergeant and above you got your own room and you shared the other side with another staff sergeant above but if you were sergeant and below you shared that half side with another person so you would stare at someone every fucking day and if you didn't like them then sucks to be you (laughs) so anyways I my chew mate wasn't that bad it was the cross the hall chew mate that I wasn't a fan of and we coexisted for the most part but it was just one day well, let me go back to the crab legs. All right. Yeah. yeah. Let's 
Let's really focus on that. <laughs> All right. So I eat my, my surf and turf. Uh, it was probably like Friday night. And I, I let it out in the common area. And that was rude of me. I admit that, you know. And so it, it, it smelled up the common area the next day. And the chew mate that I wasn't a fan of was very vocal about it. And I was like, I'm throwing it away. Apologies. Just let it go. Right. So I, I walk outside and like something, and this was probably like month seven or eight of the deployment. And I, because Sweet. I came out late, we still had like two or three months left, maybe four months left of the deployment. But I was, I was on edge. You know, we were out on the road a little bit more this time I had just left my two kids one of them was an infant and Mm -hmm. so I had just a lot of hardships that I was overcoming and so that particular day when I walked outside with my little fucking styrofoam plate of crab legs in my hands and I heard her just yammering in the background (laughs) just like something snapped and I I like I remember throwing it in the dumpster and walking back to the chew and in my head saying if this bitch is still talking shit I'm gonna fuck her up (laughs) and I go into I go into my room and she's still talking shit yo like she did not shut the fuck up and I think I told her to just shut the fuck up and then she said something along the lines of you're not gonna talk to me like one of your kids all I heard was kids (laughs) and I like blacked out (laughs) and then like all of a sudden people were like separating us and it was like hair and I don't know. It was crazy. It was madness. It was like 10, 15 seconds of like me running in there and trying to pop off and someone chasing me and like just for all of our listeners, Michelle is a fucking thug. Don't ever get that shit twisted. Don't I'm ever really not let her fool you. She is a fucking thug. She's still doing hood rat shit at this point in her life. Remember, guys, episode one, we heard about how thuggish Michelle was before the army. It really wasn't. And, all right. It, I, it was unforeseen <sighs> circumstances that I was crab throwing legs. <laughs> crap legs, man. So, okay. To, all right. So, had a little, a little kerfuffle whatever you want to call it (laughs) I don't know that word just came to my head but immediately we were separated and she's like I'm pressing charges I'm taking your rank and I had just made staff sergeant and she was E5 so this is what was the most entertaining part of all of this Uh, later on that day my platoon sergeant tells me to come with him. And I'm like, where are we going? He's like, come on, we got to go up to the MP station and you got to write a statement. And I was like, what the fuck, for real? So we go up and it's the Air Force, right? They they are, we, we're on an air, 
um, an airfield. So the MPs on the airfield are mostly Air Force. And I go into a room and I sit down and they're so nice. You know, one of the Air Force MPs like, dude, when you want, you want some water? Are you good? And I was just like, no, I'm straight. I'm, I'm fine. And then he's like, hey, can I get your weapon? And I was like, sure. So he takes my weapon and I'm like, man, these people are like really nice. So they, <laughs> they give me, you know, they have me fill out a statement. Right. And I'm, you know, I basically wrote like two sentences and I, I think I wrote like she says something about my kids and I blacked out and I can't remember anything. Else. <laughs> and so the MP comes back and he's like, is that's, that's all you have to write and I was like yep that's all I gotta write and he's like all right um I'm pretty sure he handed me my weapon back or or he left and came back with my weapon and then and mind you in this room the door was open so I wasn't like they they didn't shut the door yeah Yeah. oh but apparently I was (laughs) (laughs) we leave the MP station and my platoon sergeant walks me back to our um you know our maintenance section and he's talking to my section sergeant he's like yeah I just had to go get buff and you know they had to detain her and I was like what the fuck you talking about detain me like wasn't nobody detained and he was like (laughs) he he pulls out this slip of paper that basically says that I was detained <laughs> under arrest. I like how casual it all was. <laughs> and how he had to release me. And I'm like, but he took you me, over. They asked me if I wanted water, man. And like, <laughs> they were so nice to me. Like, It was all a lie. It was. it was all a lie. They fooled me, man. They fooled me. Needless to say, that was pretty bad experience. But I, I overcame it. I my rank all over crab legs, man. Crab legs, man. I did some extra duty. Um, ended up leaving that fob and closing down another one towards the end of the deployment just to get away from it all. Another great story. I know we're running out of time, but that deployment was pretty rough for me. So. God, I want to tell this story without incriminating myself. I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter at this point. (laughs) You're retired. All right. I don't care what anybody says. If you go downrange, you're going to figure out a way to get alcohol. Fact. Thank you, Amy. I was waiting for that. I was hoping you were going to back me up here. I was like, fuck, were we the only ones drinking? (laughs) No, it's true. In all of my deployments, there's definitely always a way that people get alcohol in and and out, strangely enough. (laughs) I'm not going to get into that. All I'm going to say is one night I drank heavily. Now, it it was like one of my nights that I knew the next day I didn't have to go in super early. I think I was working like a late shift or something. So I, <clears throat> I embellished, you know, I, I, you know, I drank a little heavier than usual. Might've had some crab legs too. I don't know. So the next morning, my chew mate asked me for a ride and I had an LMTV. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> That I ended up running into a TMP. That's a whole nother story. So anyways, oh my 
house. Oh, I give shit. I give my roommate a ride. She worked up at the company in my TMP or in my LMTV, yo. All right. So drop her off. Cadillac pimping. I was, man. My shit was tight. Pull back into Chewville parking lot, which is just fucking rocks everywhere. And <laughs> it's a good little hike back to my chew. And as I pull in, the bubble guts hit me, man. <laughs> they hit me <laughs> so hard. And I'm like, it's cool. I'm I'm almost to my room. And I, I you know, I'm parking my shit in again in Iraq. It's not like you just park and you go. I gotta fucking park this beast, <laughs> then fucking lock the steering wheel, <laughs> then fucking put the chalk block under the wheel, which both is both of them. The fucking the army's way of yeah and a drip pan okay all of these things me and amy will try to explain on a later at a later date and time because we're running out of time we're already at we're already eating into it but anyways that takes about a good two three minutes right and so like i'm sweating at this point man and, you know, again, you're doing all this while you're lugging a goddamn weapon, right? So this mm. motherfucker's on my back, and I'm trying to get all this shit done. And then I start walking towards the chew. Now, in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make it to the chew. Like, I feel it's it's in motion. And I see the poor Things job. are happening <laughs> right now. And I'm like... I have got to make it to that Porta John immediately, <laughs> or this shit's gonna be ugly. And so I start speed walking. And I probably shouldn't have speed walked because that motion just created like more, I guess, opening for my butt cheeks to like. <laughs> and. This is really embarrassing, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. I shat on myself, dude. I fucking <laughs> shat on myself in Iraq. Oh my Walking God. to my Jew. I remember that reminds me. I remember <laughs> in OIF one, my my stupid fucking fat first sergeant. You know the one. <laughs> Who I had the hardest time figuring out how he could be so fat and fit at the same time. <laughs> this motherfucker used to make us do PT every fucking morning. And we would be the only jackasses <laughs> fucking running around. <laughs> okay. And there was this one dude in, he worked in like the maintenance section. I want to say that he was a fucking combo kid. And we're fucking running one day and, you know, my platoon sergeant's calling Cadence and we're just, you know, we're rack running the perimeter, fucking calling Cadence like jackasses <laughs> at 6.15 in the morning. And this kid fucking shits himself. And I'm like, bro, did you just shit yourself? Like, get the fuck away from me, you nasty <laughs> bitch. Hey, man. The, uh, the Iraq crud is real, okay? And it was so gross, but but I get it. Like it happens, man. It happens, especially you know, weird shit happens with your guts when you're down. Dude, I was mortified, and thank God I was alone. But it was just like <laughs> the aftermath was fucking 
horrible. Like going, I don't, you know what? This just TMI, but just like <laughs> that whole scene. Uh, so yeah, that is my horror story. I can't believe I shared that with all these people. But you know I mean, what? You know what? We're the most okay as transparent people. Yeah, I'm the most okayest holding my butt cheeks tight whenever <laughs> I have a bowel movement person, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. That was a good ah! So next week, we're going to be moving into the latter parts of our careers. And Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to be... We're going to be revisiting how Michelle and myself actually met down at Fort Benning. Little little place I like to call junk school. And yes, so many gonna, fond memories there. We're going to we're going to revisit, you know, how we met and you know, we're going to we're going to have some more laughs and we're going to we're going to share some more things that maybe maybe embarrassing. But hey, we like with you guys. We do. This is fun. Me and Amy agree that we enjoy doing this because it's therapeutic. Um, also, we don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about us. So Not at all, because <laughs> don't nobody else pay my bills <laughs> but me. Ain't nobody looking in the mirror when I wake up but That's me. That's right. And That's I feel right. fucking good about myself. I go to sleep really well at night. Pew, 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 pew. All, All right, right Amy. Last time we I'm said we weren't that. doing that again. <laughs> I can't help it. It's like staple now. I can't. <laughs> All right, guys. So this concludes um, episode three for today. I think it was. I think it was really okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tempted to completely delete like my shit story, man. No, I really you're gonna, feel you're gonna leave your that. shit story. You're leaving right. the shit story because you know what? That's fucking entertainment right there. It is. That's high quality entertainment <laughs> right there. There I are think... people that I've known for decades that have never heard that story. Just FYI, I, I really am, bared my soul, people, man. Those people are me. I am those people, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Next week, like Amy said, we're gonna be talking about how we met in airborne school. Um, we've had a few suggestions. I think quite a few people have asked us to talk about deployments, which I shed a little light on. Um, and then I think me and Amy have already discussed trying to invite other people in on our podcast and just yeah, trying to talk to these, you know, all these other yahoos that associate themselves with us. <laughs> I mean, we keep a small circle. Well, I keep a small circle. Michelle keeps a huge circle. She's, it's not that I huge. Can definitely say, I can definitely say that most of our followers, most of our listeners come from her Facebook. No, stop it. That's what I feel like. I feel like I publish it on my, on my social media accounts and people are just like, eh. Because... <laughs> Because to them, maybe I'm not the okayest podcaster. You definitely are. 
right. And tell us what you think about our name. You know, if you don't, I feel like we're, we don't really give a fuck, but we just want to hear what you think. (laughs) We're not changing it again. (laughs) Yeah. We're really not. Listen, like we've done some, we've done some pretty extensive research into what, what goes into a successful podcast and AKA Google. Yeah, and that's partially where the name change came in. And then also some other people, you know, made some recommendations that, you know, maybe we might want to rethink the name. And I was like, (laughs) fine. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the feedback. And so we really do. Until next week, guys, this is the most okayest broad signing off bye bye